Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? (laughs) Tonight, on the Saturday Night Freak Show, after several people and a dog are found dead in their closets, a mild-mannered reporter, a college professor, her son, and a befuddled professor band together to uncover the mystery but not without involving the U.S. Army in mass panic in Monster in the Closet. Yes. Hello, welcome back to the Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm Colin, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of freaks, including... Brent. Tom. Sean. Travis. And today was my movie, The Monster in the Closet, one of Travis's trashy classics (laughs) of old day cinemas of 1980s. Fantastic title. <laughs> so why did you pick uh, Monster in the Closet? I saw this movie when I was probably hmm, nine years old, and uh, I think it's funny. Uh, I love the makeup effects in it, even though it's early. You know, you got to understand, it was, what, made in 83, you said? Not made released. in 83, released in 87. So, you know, I mean... But for 1983, yeah, those are pretty good graphics. You know, I think those are good for 1983. I think the lighting's good. There's, It's not a blue movie. You know, in the 80s, you'd think the whole thing would be blue. They really stood, you know, they were able to stay away from that. I really uh, I really like the monster design. I think on the on the title screen of the DVD, it looked like it was, was it green? Yeah, just that it green was, light beyond yeah. basement stuff. You know? Right, yeah. The monster resembled uh, what I thought was like a giant uh, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, and it with did. four legs, for two arms. And it was. But for 1983, color. what did other monsters look like? I mean, except for like you know, let's not look at Alien or look at you well, know, you have like to look some of the kind, bigger you have to kind budget. Of look at Alien because it, oh. this monster had a uh, retractable tongue monster. Well, yeah, but that's just because if anything works in a movie and that movie makes money, they're like, we got to just duplicate (laughs) this process over and over again for the mindless masses, and that's how you make your movie. Right. But, you know, for a cheap direct-to-video market, which I can only imagine this was for, I'm sure this was direct-to-video. Had to be. Had to be. Or maybe played in two theaters in New York in 1987. On the jaw of the monster, um, like, the teeth even move. Yeah, the teeth move, the eyes blink. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like technically cool stuff about this. That I didn't you see probably, any seams. Yeah, yeah. We, except no for the head, you kind of saw. What, what'd you say? I said there are no seams in the suit. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like uh, foam sculpted rubber or whatever. But yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all warty. Latex. Yep. It's got He's cool got abs. He's got. <laughs> you see those abs? Abs in the rib cage. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's but why just, I, when you said something about the uh, special makeup effects guy working on Richard Lemmy Dead, I was like, I could see the ab in the rib cage in Richard Lemmy Dead. Yeah, it was William Stout. It's accredited as creature designer, and he did. Well, I was looking it up. He did. Uh, he was like a conceptual designer on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, and a number of other films. And, and it, it, he's uncredited as having a hand in designing the Predator. Really? Which actually, because uh, Kevin Because it wasn't Hall, the first Predator? The, yeah, the first stupid shitty one? Predator. I the think one maybe. they had to scrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and Stan Winston, Winston came in and he's like, we, we can do better. But Kevin Peter Hall, who played the Predator, plays the monster in the closet. And what's important about this movie to me is like before Shaun of the Dead, before, you know, this is like a spoof horror movie. You know, it's not really a horror movie, but 
it's definitely one of the first, like, we're just going to kind of make fun of the monster genre. Kind of the atomic monster movie age. They kind of handle making fun of that in a pretty good way. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the, just the presence of the government and, the you know, all the soldiers, the army dudes. Yeah, the, the, the crazy doctor. For some reason, the, 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 the woman calls her son professor. <laughs> yeah, a young Paul Walker. A young Paul Walker. Uh, yeah, young Paul Walker. Oh, yeah, who's this movie got in it? What, Fergie? Yeah, Fergie is like a little girl who gets right at the at the beginning of the movie, after the nineteen fifties era like introduction or the <laughs> narration where like some events are mysterious and unexplained and some are not some get explained. A little girl gets sucked into her uh, into her closet, and that's uh, apparently Fergie from Black Eyed Peas. She was kind of a brat too, because like they set it up the scene up where she's playing hide and go seek with somebody. I'm guessing her little brother. And she's like, "Are you in there? <laughs> if you're yeah, in there, come good. out. I like, found you." And then the next, you know, beat, she's getting eaten by a monster, and the clothes are flying out the closet. I thought that was That's cool. My favorite it's the, funny, the yeah, the, how the yeah. clothes, the camera just goes behind the open door, and clothes just start throwing. It. You know, this is a, you know, I, I mean, that's one of the reasons I like. I like how it's kind of a, it's not as spoofy as Naked Gun. But you know, there's definitely right. some funny thing that is just like you know, it's 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 kind of a beyond the beyond reality comedy where someone says something, and it kind of takes like a double take to be like, wait, what did he just say? Well, I like that uh, the the monster is obviously of a higher higher being than us, and uh, you know, we could be just the the reptiles and worms that we evolved from. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> scoop, scoop the uh, awesome. the opposing. Uh, Superstar journalist of uh, Richard Clark, the uh, main character journalist who uh, is investigating the uh, the, the the closet Scoop, murders, aka total <laughs> douchebag. Total douchebag. What movies was he in? He Dude, seemed a familiar I, guy. The, well, yeah. the only thing I that I know him from was he played Martin, the sympathetic visitor, uh, the, with the fifth column in the original series V. Oh yeah, okay. Not the, not there the we go. One, but the old one, yeah, the old in, one for sure with Robert England. Yeah. He was in the, the the two TV movies and the okay, series. that's totally yeah. And uh, what's most important is that this is a Troma movie back in the early that's days right. of Tromaville. Yep. The uh, home. But Troma light. It is Troma light. I'd say just but but I kind of like you know I've only I've you know I, I like the first few Troma movies like Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcomb High. But you know I thought their humor did get just I mean just. Uh, excessive with the perversion and the goriness yeah. and the yeah. but you know that's what some people like about it. I mean that's what I liked about the early movies but they were kind of more you know whatever. You know what's weird tasteful, is um, I guess if you want to try to say that. The, uh, this is a PG movie but like on the front of the DVD they have like this trauma reel and you, there's <laughs> at least 10 shots of breasts. There's a lot <laughs> of boobs. Like, like right off the bat. So like if you're you know renting this for your kid like it just starts playing that, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just lots of boobs and lots yeah. of lots gore. people dying. Yeah, but they figure any kid would just take a look and be like, "This looks old." I'm not even gonna watch. I mean, because they don't even pick up old good movies, let alone, you know, this is one of the reasons is part of my trashy classics. Because I understand this is not like a fantastic movie, but I think it's a you know this is a fun movie. You know, I don't know why people like Manos the Hands of Fate or them, but don't like. Like the stuff from the '80s, where I love trashy '80s movies that 
you know. What do you, you think of, t- like, Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's See, a classic. Killer Clowns actually seem, it's, like, similar to me in some ways to this movie because both of those are looking back at, uh, like, a, a 50s-era movie, you know, like them. I mean, them was done in the 50s, but it was serious, right? We can laugh at it now maybe because it's just, uh, it's out of date. But these movies are in the 80s trying to spoof those 50s movies Killer Clowns, you know, has that same kind of vibe to it. Yeah, like, for I sure. Mean, you can take, I mean, Killer Clowns is, I think, if you break that thing down, it is the exact same storyline as, like, the giant Gila monster. Or, you know, like one of those yeah. old 50s, you know, uh, giant monster movies or killer whatever, things from space, you know, sci-fi movies. So, uh, uh, Tom has been very <laughs> quiet. <laughs> just sitting there. Uh, he's what, trying what, to hold in his excitement for how he feels about this movie. What did you think of the film? Yeah. We haven't heard. Uh, wait, wait for it. Uh, <laughs> we'll save that for later. Uh, what? Yeah. What? Uh, uh, well, first of all, I mean, actually, we need to know um, like what trauma is. We need to set up what trauma is for the folks at home. Is this the first trauma movie? No, we did Cannibal no. the Musical. I mean, oh, yeah. they've done so... I mean, I don't even have a list of the movies they've done, just because, I mean, they've done so many. And but, so many actors have started with trauma that it's hard to even count how many... Because, I mean, they weren't always excessive garbage. They did, like... Like, I can't remember the Kevin Costner movie he did for trauma, but that was kind of more of like a... Was that kind of BMX like a, or Rad or whatever? No, it, was no, it was like a... It seemed like a... Fandango? Like, I've just seen, like, the cover. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to lie like I watched it or anything like that, but the cover's like him kneeling by a boat. It just seemed like a summer, something of a summer movie. Like, yeah, it didn't seem like it would have been the same excessive... Uh, uh, you know, craziness that trauma is associated with. Well, but if, tra- I, if I said the names like uh, Roger Corman, Charles Band, Lloyd Kaufman, would those guys all exist in like similar company? I would say so. I think so. Just because Lloyd, I mean, Roger Corman, you know, he was the guy that really got, you know, the got rid of the Hello Dolly big musical, best little whorehouse in tech. You know, the only thing that was that everybody thought could make money. In in uh, Hollywood, Roger Corman proved that wrong. With you know these people, they didn't put a lot of thought in their movies. They're not like I said, they're not genius movies. They you know they shoot a movie in a day or two. And yeah, I think famously, put it out, you Roger know. Corman made. I think it was one week from from conception to script to like finished product. It was yeah. like a week, you and know, that was if it was, if maybe it was like planned. Of blood. You know, like Little Shop of Horrors. I think was a two day right shoot. Blop a boop. Yeah. Out. So these guys are and Charles Band. Then he had Empire uh, Full Moon Pictures. Yeah, basically. but that was Paramount. You know, so they had a little bit of a bigger they just budget a, to a play dis- with. They had a distribution deal. I want to say just to, I think to so. get their product. But they also out. had Moonbeam, which was their kids' line, which I think gave them a little bit more money. They had the Prehistoria movies, where there's yeah. like three and of those, they had and like the adult one, which I can't remember what that. The was. adult that had Amazon, Beach Base from Beyond, like. But, but these yeah. guys are like, so they're exploitation filmmakers. They sit there. I mean, like Roger Corman, if he established the the uh, you know model, was like, you know, he would make stuff for the drive-ins. He basically said, here's a niche where I can, you know, create product and people will go see it. So they're yeah, businessmen who sit there and go like, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, can I movie, sell it? It's a factory. Yeah. It's not and about. They just crank the shit up. So <laughs> yeah. it's not about quality. They basically just know what the exploitation elements are that somebody will watch. 
and they, you know, it's like, hey, you're an upcoming filmmaker or whatever. You know, give me a script in two days. Okay, guy writes a script. You're you want to direct? All right, you get on here and like this actor and any you know because yeah and a lot of the actors them. it's like hey you want experience yeah and most of the people like even today you can go to trauma and work for trauma no problem yeah but hey don't expect to get paid don't expect that you know it's you're gonna you're gonna go get experience with these companies and that's really what you walk away from it with is and that's how most of the people that do work with these guys do end up doing things later on in life yeah uh what the uh, the girl from the office yeah, uh, the secretary girl. Yeah, I, can't I forget her name. name. Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was married to James. She was married yeah. to James yeah. Gunn. She trauma. even yeah, she came from Troma. Direct, write, wrote and directed a movie. I want to say it's called Lollipop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all these people they do something well, just because. Hey, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. <laughs> I want to say that Troma. I was gonna. Well, actually, I'm gonna take this back. I was gonna say that Troma was the only one of those like you know. Uh, movie factories that's still operational. But I want to say uh, Full Moon's still around, are they? They just kind of came back, but with like a way limited budget. Because I don't think they definitely don't have the Paramount thing anymore. I'm pretty sure they don't have anything to do with Paramount. Yeah, they're like anymore. doing stuff themselves. They're doing like, so yeah. Full Moon would be like, you know, but Doll I don't think Man they ever... versus Demonic Toys and yeah. Shrunken Heads and Ginger Dead Man. And but I don't think they ever stopped. Killer Bong. I just think they, Killer yeah, Bong. they changed their demographic because they made a lot of, like, Killjoy, Ragdoll. And to me, these are kind of like, ah, these are directed towards the African-American market, you know. They change, they just shifted. Because, I mean, African-American, they love cheap horror movies. They just do. They love Spider-Man, Superman, and cheap horror movies. <laughs> you know, that's just what I know about the African-American community. That is all I know. That's all I know. You know, I everything else and is Tyler Perry movies. Tyler Perry movies. Yeah, Perry. but maybe that's I don't know. Do if they like them. I've never asked one of them. Like, what do you think of you know, like Fat Mama's House or whatever the fuck they're called? I don't know. I don't even know. That's that's like three movies combined. I, I know, right? That's well. That's well. You know, well, I'm not. You guys can't get into that. <laughs> But, okay, uh, Brent. Sorry, I always had a spit take. <laughs> Fat Mama's house. I want to see that. Fat movie. Mama's house. Fat Mama. That that movie sounds fantastic. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of farting involved. Oh man, honey chow. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You get your own distribution. You and now even nowadays, trauma. I think they deal more with distribution than they do their own production. You know, just because direct video market's way easy. Uh, the streaming market is way easy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You know, Troma is, it, it can be a film school for people, but it's also, it's such a famous name that it's a it good, is, it's, it's a, a good place name. to start. It's a great place it's, to start. It's not, it's not a bad place. And I mean, if you look at, I mean, this is just my opinion. If you look at most of the material that comes out, who the fuck couldn't start there, right? I mean, that's why I'm surprised more people don't go to do it. I mean, like, because like I said, I'm an early guy. I love, I love Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcomb High. Uh, I can maybe drag out a few more if I really think about it, or a few more. Like, I, there's some I haven't seen. Like, I really want to see like uh, Trauma War. I just saw the remake of Mother's Day, but I've never seen the original. Yeah, but see, was that a trauma movie? Well, it was written by Lloyd Kaufman, so no, I don't well, even... The new, the new one, though, was... Uh, no, but it's... No, the new the one's original not trauma. Written the original is written by Lloyd Kaufman, okay. so I can only expect it to be a, a trauma movie. Yeah, the new one's by the guy who did Saw 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. 
And yeah. Repo, the genetic opera, still pulling for it. But Bam. even... Nope. <laughs> Dead. Yeah, yeah. That's buried. <laughs> That's why no matter how much I talk about... I'm going to talk about Man of Steel every weekend because you talked about well, Repo, actually, even to this day. Actually, I had a Man like, of Steel tie into this because I was going to say, like, oh, let's, let's face it, Travis, let's come clean. The reason that you like Monster in the Closet so much is because of the Superman tie-in. True or false? Uh, you know, I I couldn't say at a young age if that was it. You know, I definitely noticed that, you know, they start calling him by his last name. They start calling him Clark in certain scenes. <laughs> yeah, toward know. the end of the movie, he's Mr. Clark. Clark or Clark. And I do love is the idea Richard how Clark it really... I thought it was a bloopers and practical jokes. Time. He looks like Clark Kent. I mean, he wears yeah. the glasses. He's a reporter for whatever paper. The Daily the, the Globe. Boston Daily Globe or something like that. The Daily Globe. I mean, and her then, name is Margot Crane, which is a take on Margot Lane, the Shadows' girlfriend. But Margot, Margot. Kidder Margot, Margot, yeah. played Lois. Oh yeah, Lane okay, in the I, movie. okay, yeah, that too. And then uh, whenever he takes his glasses <laughs> off, I mean, he looks something like a, you know, like he could play Superman. But the the joke in the movie is that whenever he takes his glasses off, like everybody like stops. Well, specifically, well, Margo stares yeah. at him longingly. Well, stares at him like there's something. What I can't. Yeah, and then eventually, up. even the monster itself like, yeah. actually has a Falls drop jaw moment, looking at this. Which is that? Is that making fun of the forget the forgetful kiss of Superman? Is that? What, I don't know. I was thinking I don't that, know, but it's one of the best payoffs I've ever seen. <laughs> Isn't like, that funny? Committed to film. Yeah, <laughs> this whole movie is like <laughs> set up great. for the first few minutes where the kids like I'm working on this thing. I'm working on you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this movie's got a lot of good setup. Tom's right. like face just screwed up. He's like, I cannot. Under- well, you, t- what do you, what do you think? Been very quiet. Well, I, just, I just can't believe. Two weeks this- ago, you motherfuckers were fucking bashing on fucking Life Force, and then you're fucking praising this fucking piece of shit. It's God not a piece of shit. <laughs> you gotta have a sense of humor about it. It's he's so red. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing. <laughs> Life Force takes itself seriously, where this film. Never like jumps in the serious boat. Is that a phrase? It is. Yeah, now? it is now. I'm <laughs> jumping into the serious boat right no, now. We're jumping on the <laughs> serious I, I, boat. I didn't find it funny, like at all. It's just tongue like, in cheek. I, I, Maybe you got to take the stick I, I, out. I didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> like, I didn't find it funny. I thought it was slow. I thought it was boring. It, it just. Tom's living on the serious boat right now. Yeah, he's it, he's in the if this, if he's this on movie, serious island. If this movie was made today, it would be a Pixar film. It would. It would be a Pixar earlier. film. That's and how like touching it is. The boy and the yeah. <laughs> professor. Well, I, I I think so. Right, it I would. Can, I can, I, I've just been so quiet because like I mean to be to be perfectly honest like I mean I, oh I didn't have a two million dollar dragon in it so <laughs> I, I mean I guess the thing is is like I, I thought the movie was boring not funny and like I don't really have anything good to say about it like. I didn't really, I, like, I hated it? Well, I guess I didn't really, okay, so, I didn't say I hated it. You just said it. Okay, so. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> no, sorry. Backpedaling. Back. It sounds sorry. like you hated it. Don't, sorry. I'll spare my feelings. I get three minutes. <laughs> Ow, listeners, you weren't expecting that. that right there. in the middle of Tom's exciting explanation of why he didn't like <laughs> certain aspects of Monster in the Closet. Well, we deal with a little monster on the computer called Audacity, and Audacity ate the entire 
rest of the podcast. That's right, Audacity, you fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't know, I know it's a free download, and that's cool, and I shouldn't, you know, look a gift horse in the mouth, but come on. I think it's our I, fault for being technocratic society. This is our third... Well, that's a Terminator 2 conversation. This is the third time Audacity has crashed on us, and we've had to repeat a podcast, so guess what, Audacity... Uh, I think we're going to switch users, so if anybody cares out there, we're probably going to try something new that will hopefully be more stable. Because there are some podcasts that we're more willing to repeat than others. <laughs> well, I'm not willing to repeat any podcast, really. Uh, I guess that brings Unless it's being like Rocky or like it's got to be my favorite movie. There you go. Well, uh, this is still, uh, it still is one of Travis's favorite movies that we're talking about, Monster in the Closet. So I guess this is we're going to do a lightning round of uh, wrap-ups. Uh, and so, uh, so Sean, you're up first with uh, your amazing wrap-up, Monster in the Closet. What do you think of the movie? Monster, what do I think of the movie? Um, I believe I said uh, last week, I love this movie. And uh, over, over <laughs> this, I've had a week to ruminate on this, and uh, I don't really change my mind like uh like i said before it's uh i don't know if <laughs> the, tom is tom's gonna the house is shaking right now tom tom's gonna stroke out um let him um uh, hang does, in there tom yeah you can make it we'll get we'll get there um but yeah uh one of my favorite uh childhood movies um is that why i still love it today because of the nostalgia it definitely has uh something to do with it i would say but um I think other reviews of this movie had called it, um, uh, or said that it was made for children. Um, I think that was what somebody said last week. And I agree that it's a, it might be a movie for children, but it's not childish in any time. Uh, we discussed that it doesn't really commit any movie sins, rather. But, uh, and I would have to agree with that. Um, but I, I love this movie. I, I still think it's funny. Um, most of the jokes in it uh, still get me today, especially the damn ninja chopping up his closet at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, that's hilarious. <laughs> you gotta destroy your closet. And I had totally forgotten about that until watching it again. I always forget about that. I laughed my ass off. I'll grant you, that part was funny. <laughs> that's, that's, that part was really funny. <laughs> that part was really funny. <laughs> but, uh, Comedic genius. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I love this movie. Um, uh, I think it's great. I, I say watch it with friends or watch it alone. I think you'll enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, give it a watch. Dude, you can still go on for like. Can I go on? For yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we got. Really I like love the love the monster design. Like we, uh, it, uh, not not a bad monster design at all. Like we said, you couldn't see any seams in the suit. It's pretty good for what nineteen eighty three, or was it made released in eighty seven? Released in eighty seven, made in eighty three. Great, uh, pretty good creature design for for back in the day. No, uh, you know, you couldn't see the zipper down the back of the suit at any point during the movie. <laughs> um, even with the uh, constantly open jaw of the monster in order to get that little projectile head to come out. Yeah. But it ends up being a joke that pays off way later in the movie, which is fantastic as far as I'm concerned. But, uh, it really is. Yeah. Love. Love, love, love. Colin. <laughs> oh, all right. Then. <laughs> well, that's it. Uh, all right. So, uh, Monster in the Closet. Um yeah, I mean, I remember last week saying that, you know, it's like to, to actually hate a movie, you have to go with, the, like, it has to be uh, offensive to you or you have to be bored. And neither one of those were in effect when I was watching Monster in the Closet. But I didn't like the movie uh, because I thought it was actually pretty rough. Uh, it seems like it's a rough, it was a roughly made movie. I mean, I know that, you know, Sean was saying, I think we were talking about it last week also, that 
it doesn't commit any like movie sins. It seems like it's a straightforward kind of like production. It actually seems like there was a higher production um, value to it than you would expect from. I don't know if it's if I'm expecting from trauma or just you know this type of film. But I mean, there are you know a significant number of extras running around as the military. I mean, they do like you know. It seems like, you know, they had to sign off on, like, a lot of permits or something in order to <laughs> to make this movie. I mean, it's not just we're shooting this in, you know, somebody's backyard. Um, it has a lot of uh, folks. Well, famous. Hold on. I, I, I kind of feel like the military specifically. Um, sure. I mean, I think they had Jeeps. Did they have some yeah. Jeeps? In I want, yeah, some, I think so. And tanks. Did they have a yeah. tank? And everything. In the town <laughs> square. Right. They had that whole town square. It was military. Okay. And it's, everything shot. It's been a week. I forgot. <laughs> you guys keep breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> That's all right. I, well, I, okay. Then I retract what I was going to say, and I, I didn't even say it. So just keep going. I'm sorry. I was going to say that the uniforms, the military uniforms, looked like something that you would buy at the Salvation Army or the Army Navy surplus. No nope, pun intended. But yeah, it. Oh crap! Now you've got me rethinking my position. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is a cheaper film than I remember. No. <laughs> I think the tank was made out of cardboard. Oh, I, I read made that out of cardboard. <laughs> yes, it's, the uniforms look fine. It's just a, it's a it's a goofy kind of movie. I guess you know that was also the thing that, that I was asking last week. Is like you know at what point because uh, you know uh, Sean and Travis were saying that this was a a, a long time favorite. So, uh, you know, I sat there through, like, the first half of the movie kind of, like, going, like, oh, my God, this movie's terrible. Like, what the hell? And then, like, about halfway through it, it it occurred to me that, like, okay, this movie was made for, like, for children. There's really, uh, there's some swearing, but not too much. I think it's the Army General. There's no nudity, no sex. There's really no, uh, like, suggestive themes at all. It does seem like it's, like, you know, So if family, you're a Christian family. If it's family you know. entertainment. Yeah, but... but Okay, so it may be, like, you know, morally okay to watch it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, like, it's a good film. Hey. If, if you're... That's my rap. Moving on to Brent. No, so, <laughs> so, yeah, it just, it seemed like it was it was a movie populated by a lot of... Uh, see, now I'm thinking that it was a comedy. It was a comedy. Well, it was a comedy. Like, yeah. yeah, but it was the comedy that didn't work. Because oh. I yeah, thought it was, like, it, it was really... Not, it's it's, 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 it's not a turn. comedy. Yeah, because I didn't think it. You know, when I when funny. I was watching, it, I didn't think it. Well, right, because it's not funny. It's a comedy, it's but it's like they're trying to be funny. We were just talking about how funny, funny it was when the Japanese guy cuts up his ninjas cutting up his closet with a katana. It's come funny. On. Every 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 movie. The monster falls in love with him right? when his glasses come off. Come on, yeah, that's so funny. It's a total satire. We were talking about that last week. I don't it's, know if we covered it. It's but. like a naked gunish. Just it's not like joke per minute. It could use that actually, honestly, but. But I mean, a lot of the jokes hit really good. Like you know, laugh out loud. Oh, see, that's a that's a matter of opinion because they they did not. It is. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's what it comes down to. I mean, if we're talking about you know, ta- you know, your taste in films, this was not my my bag, like at all. I you know, I appreciate that this was a movie where you know it showed the monster often. You know, for again, you know, if you're a kid and you're like, you know, I just want to see the monsters, then yeah, it does have a monster popping out of a closet all the time. The monster isn't scary at all because the audience is 
children, I think. So it's kind of like got big, wide eyes. I don't know. Well, I'll post a picture on uh, our like Facebook page. Yeah, book. it kind of does. It looks. Yeah, it looked like a big piece of shit with legs and, and arms. <laughs> That's kind of like what the movie is—a big piece of shit. <laughs> but to its credit, so I thought actually that it was, it was, a, like it that. was a bad monster design. But uh. what I liked about it was that it it did have like the fully articulated. You know, it blinked. It uh, had teeth moved. Its little teeth moved. I mean, I can appreciate that, but I, I still wouldn't say that. Like, okay, because your 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 engineering staff is able to like you know build that kind of articulation in there, the actual the way that the monster looks to your eye, or the way that they lit it, or the way that it's on screen like all the time looks like the goofiest thing that's ever walked on two oh. legs. I suppose I'd think the same of like Sully or Mike Wachowski or whatever the monsters. Wazowski. Wazowski, yes. Yeah, so the <laughs> Disney, the Pixar, you know, monsters, if I saw them realized in, you know, three dimensions, I guess you have seen that in the movie. Well, but that's, that's <laughs> real quick, that's a point that we need to make that this, if this film were made today, it would be a Pixar movie. And it would be awesome. And I think maybe if you saw it, it in a different... It would be totally <laughs> rewritten, totally with different... Fu- no, I think you comedy. could do the same story. No, It'd almost be God, the exact no. same. There'd be more jokes. There'd be more jokes. There'd be better jokes. I think the jokes would have been like almost right to the same level. You know, the frog joke of the... Uh, when, I found a, when I was a little boy, I found a frog. We don't yeah, have time for that. The ninja, the fallen Yeah, what the... Okay, so the scientist, like, he's always... Yeah, coming up with this, like, when I was a boy, there yeah. was a frog. And that's basically the joke, that he never gets to finish telling the story because the story's yeah. boring to well, him. Well, he just keeps retelling. He, like, always forgets he tells people. That, like, that's his, like... But it wasn't funny the first time, folks. It was folks, so and funny. It's not funny three right. times over the time. keep doing it. I think it's funny. Uh, well, if we do... Uh, I, I get it. So it's the Austin Powers thing where we're just going to... If we stand here laughing in a room, <laughs> that's not <laughs> funny. But if we do that for 15 minutes yeah. straight without cutting, then it's it a becomes little, funny. It's an uncomfortable, I don't think like, that's funny. I think that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Type of humor, you know. Like I think, I think this is for like the hot shots, naked gun crowd. Yeah, but I like those movies. Yeah, I like, I those, like yeah. those movies. Those movies are funny. I yeah. know how much you guys not like funny. those. But, but also because those movies are specifically parodying uh, movies you like. Well, the movies that I've seen, I'm, I'm aware of, right? So it's a those are parodies of specific moments in other movies. Where this. This one rides a line where it doesn't cross over the line into Hot Shots territory, I don't think. I think it's, well, it's close. Not, I don't it's think not, it, it doesn't have targets. There. It doesn't have targets right. for its humor. Where, like, Hot yeah. Shots, Naked Gun, Airplane, they all, like, this This is the thing right here that I'm trying to skewer. Well, you know, it was on a the joke a minute. It's like, we spit out 15. Which one? Three in, of them in the closet? Just, no, Naked Gun, oh, Hot yeah. Shots, all those. It's like, you spew out 15 in five minutes, three or four <laughs> will be really hilarious. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, I like it. <laughs> so this one, I mean, I guess that's why I was saying, you know, like it was it it took me a while to come around to the idea that this was a comedy because it presents itself as I mean, I guess like a a kind of a a goofy version of like a 1950s, you know, atomic monster movie or you know, some type of uh of 50s monster movie, right? Sure. I forgot where I was going with this. Because mm. actually, that uh, made me think of uh, Killer and, uh, Clowns uh, from Outer Space, which I thought was a, you know, also used that template, like almost like took the template from those old movies and made a thing about Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And it, you know, had yeah. creative uh, stop motion puppetry. And, you know, that I thought was a more enjoyable experience. And I don't even really like that movie all that much, but I'm just saying, oh. I like that movie more than I liked the Monster fu- in the Closet. The funny, the funny thing. Later. 
The funny thing about like Naked Gun and the Hot Shots is like Leslie Nielsen, uh, Charlie. What's his name? Gene Charlie Estevez. <laughs> Carlos Estevez. Carlos Estevez. Carlos Estevez. The third. Like the, the funny thing is like their characters take it one hundred percent serious. They're the straight man. And the you know if it were a comedy if the movie is if the movie and the actor or the character are a comedy team the character is the straight man and the movie is the comedian and the the way that like you know they they take themselves within the story so seriously is what makes it funny and I think Monster in the Closet does that one hundred percent all the way through you know all of these characters like this is life or death this alien whatever it is. This monster, monster in the closet. <laughs> is, we have to destroy all. Yeah, yeah like, you know, this Frogs. is the end of, of the earth as they know of mankind. Apparently. And then, <laughs> <laughs> they can get into any closet. It's, it's just a hilarious any concept closet. because, like, what? And I'll, sorry, Colin, I'll let you talk again. And I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Uh, the, 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 just the idea that this monster is just like, you know, waddling around so slowly, but he's taking over the earth is, it's, it's is awesome. hilarious. It is not ridiculous. You know, I mean, dumb. again, that's the other so thing. Good. It's like as, as an adult watching it, I guess I just couldn't detach from like, you know, I don't have the... The, the crushing rate of reality. That's well, uh, I don't have. <laughs> like I don't have the warm glow associated with the movie because I saw it when I was a kid, and now it's like watching it as an adult was like, you know, it's like oh god, there's like a you know, hundred movies better than this, a thousand, and then it's like hey, okay, but twenty thousand worse than. It. That's also probably yeah. true. Most of them yeah. from trauma, unfortunately. But I think uh, you know the the, <laughs> the thing is like that, okay, so then you know then it becomes like, would you recommend this movie to a child now? And and I don't even know if I, I think there's better stuff. I don't think you'd recommend it to a human being. Yeah, I'm just saying, listener, uh, it's pretty rough out there, but you can find it yourself on YouTube. Apparently, Troman puts all her stuff on YouTube, so it's freely available for you yeah, right now. We learned that from our biggest fan. Should we say his name? No. Sure. Okay. Say uh, it. Nick. Shout oh. out to him. <laughs> you have three days to live. <laughs> okay. Is that it? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Would, I would say pass. I didn't do this with Sean, but Rain of Fire scale? <laughs> Two oh, dragons. Uh, shit. Well, I would come... Three, uh, this three is, dragons. Yeah, this is under way under the Rain of Fire scale. Uh, or ra- ra- uh, way under Rain of Fire as far as uh, an, an enjoyable right. film. Well, here's what's going to happen next. I'm going to give my wrap-up, and then Tom's going to jump across. He's right next to me. He's going <laughs> to choke me out. Murder you. Tom, Tom, put down... Get off the chair. Put down the noose. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> Tom, your, take your anger out on the podcast. We want to not on yourself, series. sir. Um, this this film is this film is pretty great. I have to say, yes. <laughs> the Monster in the Closet is it's an awesome film. If you like if you like monsters and you like closets, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> it's got it all. <laughs> this is for you. There, uh, wood closets, sliding door closets, <laughs> glass closets. If, if you like blind guys blind playing hide and seek with their C and I dog, oh my god, this oh, movie, the great is legendary John Carradine. The That's man right. played Dracula back in the day. He was in The Wolfman, and now he's reduced yeah, to it's playing. A it, it, reduced it was or sad. elevated? It was yeah. said he elevated. Was elevated in the howling. Disgraced in Monster in the Closet. Disgraced. Poor man. Poor poor man. But it was it was a good cameo. It was. He looked like he was, was having fun. fun. Yeah, he seems to get the sense of humor. Remember that this fun. Movie's going for <laughs> anybody remember fun? <laughs> this when you were from when you were a child. I know Superman doesn't. Oh, 
Oh, bang! I said it before, and I'll say <laughs> it again. <laughs> this this movie uh, is for the lighthearted. It's for <laughs> it's for the people that just you know they're just loving life. Yeah, not you, stone-hearted. <laughs> if you're very drunk, if you're playing mis- your own version of Mystery Science Theater, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that's, well even mean, that okay. too. Yeah, See, I agree with that. that. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, I love this movie, but you know, hey. Absolutely. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah. we're not saying that it's a good movie, but no, if in the right circumstances, if you were, okay, so I might make a recommendation if you're sitting around trying to find like bad movie night and you just want to sit around like ripping the movie and you're not really caring no, about it. No, 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 we, we didn't, we watched this movie, we didn't do that to this movie. Because we, we were it. all like listening intently we, to the hilarious to line. Movies, like we've done it to the Beyond, and we've done it to Tango and Cash. No, and you did like it that. to the Beyond. Everybody else watched the masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Tom has got a point, though. It was not Mystery Science Theater in the house here as we were watching the film. I know it well, caught everybody's attention. Uh, I, for myself, a lot of times, if it's my, the first time around, I'll actually watch the film. Right. And then the next time I watch it, you I'll can get skewer it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, I think that this, like Colin said, this movie doesn't break any rules. It's it tells you a story, and it's not too far fetched from you know what you may have gotten from Spielberg in the seventies or you know that type of film. It's got the government involved. It's got a it's just a qu- massive a cr- quality difference. A creature, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's within yeah. It's definitely within the tr- trauma world. Um, but Dick Clark, I mean, come on, your main character's <laughs> name is Dick Clark, and he, yeah, it, he works at a newspaper company. Wait, was it newspaper? The Daily Globe. The, da- the, the Daily, Daily Globe. Globe. Yeah, he looks a spitting image for oh, Superman. Superman. Yeah. And whenever he takes off his glasses, People all the women off. like uh, are transfixed by something they can't articulate. Which means discover. Which, which means discover that the monster was a girl. Yes. I'm, I'm going to go with. I'm yeah. like, that makes sense to me. Let's oh, set that up if. If you haven't seen this film, um, I don't know why you're listening yeah, to this right now. Uh, <laughs> but the so all the way through this film, specifically with the main female lead, I forget her name. Um, but this okay, the, our main guy, uh, Dick Clark. Anytime that his glasses are off, he's like a heartthrob. So the women, and specifically this this female, f- falls in love with him. Basically, you know, like she's in awe until he puts his glasses back on, and then. Then she interpreted out that like, who does he looks like someone, but I just can't. And it's no, like it's the Superman. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. Superman, yeah. Um, and, and then at the end, we get this final payoff of the joke where the monster, he takes off his glasses and the monster falls in love with him. And it's it's great, you know? I mean, the monster gives a little turn of his head, his jaws dropped open like it always is. <laughs> the little teeth are moving around. But he, and then, like, Wait, the rest... Wait, did you say that the monster has, like, a tongue, like, alien that comes yeah. out? Like, yeah, okay. I think, well, we covered it at some point. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe lost. Don't know. Maybe or maybe not. This, yeah, there's going to be a disclaimer on this. <laughs> we may or may not have repeated things on this podcast. <laughs> but, the yeah, I mean, you... If you're watching this film, and if maybe I'm just immature, but I'm I'm seeing how this film can appeal to a six-year-old, and it can appeal to an adult. You know, I mean, all the way through it, there's that's why I say it's like a Pixar film because it has jokes that both you know generations can get something out of, and I think that's what makes it such a fun great film. There, I said it. I said it twice. Great film. <laughs> it's a great, great film. film. Where is it great on the film. Rain of Fire scale? 
It's okay. It's above. Ten dragons above. Rain, ten dragons. rain of fire. It's ten dragons above rain of fire. Tom. <laughs> he's he's no, gonna, you're right. Preach on, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's way up there. Um, mm-hmm. but now here's the catch within the trauma universe. I don't think that you can like this isn't going to be a film that you go to the movie theater to watch. It's it's a video well, or on TV. This actually it's like reminds on top me of a pile of shit. If there's a pile <laughs> of shit, this would be kind of on top of the pile of shit. So you're saying it's better than a pile of shit? No, it's, it's still within it a pile the of shit. There's a pile of shit, <laughs> but it's, it's like a, it's a higher. It would be higher than like teenage cat girls in heat. Higher, like, <laughs> well, see, yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. It's higher than Cat Girls in Heat. I, mean, that's I would game, agree right? also it is yeah. better than Teenage Cat Girls in Heat. It's got to be better than a lot of those. I what? mean, a lot of oh, those. Yeah, but still, there's so many good things that you could spend your no. time watching. Wait, hold on. I want to pin Brent down on a conversation that we had this week. Uh-oh. Out of four stars, how many stars would you give it? Uh, This film would get... Two, two and a half? He changed it. It was one. The last time I asked was him, it? one, he said one star. And I'm like, how can you give it one star, but you liked it? Yeah. Okay, well. Like, like, see, okay, oh, I'm just going to say, like, okay, like, if you were to spend your time, like, would you rather watch Dark Knight Rises or this movie? Oh, come on. This movie. Would you rather watch uh, Burt Wonderstone or this movie? This movie. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather watch... This movie. How long are we going to do this for? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think that I, I didn't expect it to be a great film, and it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So, like, I was pleasantly surprised watching it. Like, oh, wait, this is actually entertaining. This is funny. I didn't know what I was going to get. You know, I, I don't know a lot about trauma. Right. And I got a... I gotta, a wonderful film. Uh, what, <laughs> a wonderful that, film. Yeah, but is this representative of the trauma experience? No, like really, I said, no. it's trauma light, isn't it? It's like didn't somebody didn't somebody else make it? I'm and trauma sure bought somebody it? made it, and yeah, I'm sure trauma just bought it, distributed it on video. I'm sure of it. Yeah, based on that trauma pile of shit, it's pretty good. <laughs> There you go. You're done. <laughs> That's your wrap. <laughs> there we go. That's all we needed. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be editing this. That's all Tom's going to say this whole podcast. Yeah, we might have children okay. listening. All right, Tom, let us have it. Oh, man. Okay. All so right, moving on. It, it, it's been a week, and I've had a, like, I had a week to fester with this movie. And uh, last week I said I didn't hate the movie because it didn't commit any sins. Like, it didn't offend me. It didn't bore me. I now say it, I hate this movie. Like, I, like, full-on hate it. Like, I am, like, offended by the movie. I am offended by people who like this movie because it's, like... No, come on. What offends you? You can't be offended by people liking it. Because it's, like, that's how the Nazis start. That's, well, that's how, just subjective. That's how yeah, Hitler that is Nazi. Not, that's, you don't like our music? Like this music. You like what I like. It's just Nine. weird, man. It's just weird. It's weird. I don't think you like movies. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah I, okay, I, I you was... have to back up this this hatred towards the film. Okay, Give us yeah, a specific. I gotta know what happened in your childhood first. <laughs> uh, see, was I, Monster okay. in the Closet waiting in I there was, every night? I was, I was bored. I thought you were going to say I was born. So you were bored. <laughs> on a well, rainy I, I night. I was bored. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, it's like, that movie originally took three hours of my life. <laughs> now we have to redo this podcast. It's now taking, like, four hours of my life that I can't get back. And you're transferring be, all that onto the movie. Yeah, so the I movie has like, been compounded. Like, I could, it gets worse. I could have, like, 
napped. I could have like, colored. I could have <laughs> stared at walls. Uh, I could have went for a walk. I could have taken a dump. It would have been more productive. But you would have been here anyways. Uh, you could have colored. <laughs> we got a little window into Tom's homeland. <laughs> Coloring, coloring books while, everywhere. While on the toilet. <laughs> coloring! Crayon people on the walls. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, well see, then, in, the, in some ways, then, I mean, if that's the mindset, that we're saying that Tom is, like, part of the the audience for this movie, and he didn't like it. He's not part he, of the audience of this movie, what? apparently. There wasn't he, army men in it that were, like, <laughs> dirty dozen guys, or, like, you know, they weren't saving private Wuhan, or... What was the worst part of this movie? Worst scene? Uh, mm. I think it was... What was something that you didn't like, specifically from the movie? Yeah, I need an intellectual like reason for not liking this movie. Yeah, uh, the the joke with the, the frog, that was just lame. The Carl joke, said that. The joke with the frog was lame. <laughs> the, the way the monster moves, like, so just slow, it was just like, oh, God. It's just the pacing of the movie was just really, really boring. None of the jokes worked. Not one of them. I, I, what about not the? Come on, the glasses. The glasses had to work. Funny, no, the know? glasses didn't work. No. Funny. What are you talking about? It's this, a great payoff. Superman, like the, yeah, the fact that the monster kind of falls like in love. Obvious, they go through that whole joke. It was, yeah, but that wasn't necessarily it like, funny. It was like, okay, I see what you're doing. It, well, no, the payoff is the payoff is right. The payoff is the monster. Well, no, yeah, you're right. That was uh, yeah. Normally, if, if nothing else is funny, it was all set up for that joke, which is funny. You have that. Yeah. See, like the thing is, right. is like those like featureless like where it's like, oh, like that monster doing that thing. Like, like the thing that I find hilarious is in Star Wars when like Vader's like. We're about to get the Millennium Falcon, and the Millennium Falcon just disappears, and you just like look at Vader, and he's like, he's like, turns away, then he looks back. It's like I find that hilarious because you just picture the emotion. He's like, yeah, that's funny to me. So it's not high, bro. It's like ah. So it's just high, bro. High, bro. I didn't find it. I didn't find it funny. I found it boring. Uh, boring. There was a monster boring. coming out of closets. It was a crappy monster. There was it a, was a, monster. a crappy <laughs> monster. Dude, that looked better than what the Predator was going to fucking look like. But In 1983, God, that was a cool monster. Well, yeah, because we were saying, what, Bill Stout was, was the guy who designed the original Predator. Yeah, it was played by Kevin Peter Hall, who played the Predator. But Bill Stout also... Like, uh, you know, he was a concept artist, but he also did, uh, I want to say, Toby Hooper's Invaders from Mars. And those are some of, like, the worst monster designs that I've ever, you know, those aliens and that. Same guy who designed that designed the monster in the closet. Yeah. His design for the Predator <laughs> got scrapped. We don't know okay. that for sure. Do we? <laughs> no, I mean, that was just conjecture on our part. I, 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 I think it was, was it? Yeah. I guess, like... Like I said, it's like I'm top of the pile of trauma shit. So, like, if you're gonna be like, "Hey, you're I'm gonna, gonna fucking watch, watch so much," trauma. like, I'm gonna watch, uh, I'm gonna watch a trauma movie. You are. Like, you know what? 
this would probably be one of the better trauma movies. Like, you might as well, if you're going to watch it, if you're going to subject yourself to watching a trauma movie. Yeah, but I would disagree with that. The people watching it who want the trauma experience want something that this movie doesn't give you. They want the crazy, (laughs) crazy stuff. You're not getting the Yeah, you're not getting that. You might as well watch Teenage Cat Girls and Heat. Because yeah, you're going to get teenage cat girls, <laughs> and they're in heat. Yeah, I don't think this is an accurate representation of what trauma has to offer. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, fully. The, yeah, just stay away from this movie. See, but I okay, avoid it. In some way, I do think it's. A, I mean, not yeah, not an accurate representation, but in a way, it is because trauma is just all about unconventional, you know, movie type saying like, you know what, no matter like how old you are, no matter. You know what this fucking movie's gonna be about? We're just gonna do like crazy special effects. We're just gonna like blow some shit up. You know, see some cars turn over. It's just gonna be a movie. You know, it's not gonna be a film. It's not gonna be intellectual. It's not gonna be. It's just like we made a movie. You know, that's about it. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a boring movie. Shit. Just yeah. because watch you made Dragon it for doesn't mean movie. you should watch it. Two dragons. <laughs> two dragons. I give this two dragons. Well, keep going, Travis. Why did you... I mean, this obviously... Okay, well... All right, well... Okay, monsters... Monsters are for for kids, right? It's supposed to be the thing you grow out of. Monster movies, blah, 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 blah. It's just, as adults, we want to... Same thing with superheroes. We want to build this up to match our maturity, right? Where really, these things are supposed to kind of be for fucking kids. You know, ghost story, you know, it's just for kids. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you can do it for adults. Well, yeah, you can do it for adults, but I say, I, but I think disregarding something because it is for a family, like, I can't wait to show some family films here because I think family movies, it's like the Bill Cosby thing. If you could do something, but without, like, doing this obvious, cheap, like, boob, gore, cussing, if you could do that and, you know, still, like, I mean, not that this is a horror movie per se, but, but you know, just any entertainment Without having, you know, to, to steep to the levels of yeah. what is excessive and pull something off, I think, is, uh, to me, awesome. So I, yeah, and but that is that is a good thing. It's just, but still, you can do that well. <laughs> well, I think this is done well. It's just, it's one of your, it's an opinion of what type of movie you like. You know, because I like this type of humor. I think it's funny. It still gets me to this day. It's not a laugh a minute. I can see the faults in this movie, but, you know, you don't focus on... You know, I can yeah, see the faults in The it. Dark Knight, you know. My favorite Batman movie, I've got still a list of faults with it, so you kind of pick and choose your battles. Yeah, I think one of the faults is spending so much time on the uh, xylophone, is it? For yeah. communicating? When, I don't know if I mentioned this before, so I'm going to say it again. The uh, third... Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind had done it better like two years prior to this movie with where the idea is that you use notes to communicate. But I like that joke too because in Close Encounters of the Third Kind it's a humongous setup with uh, lights and everything. Like and in this, that's a good point. little xylophone. That, actually, I think yeah. that's kind of more of the joke. It's just that's, like, that's, we're going to communicate with yeah. just this. I hadn't thought of all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Okay, I like it. Plus, plus that whole build-up, too. Like, they're walking, they're walking at each other from a distance of, like, 50 feet. Slower than shit. And he just keeps playing the same thing over and over again. Like, it's, yeah. say, like it's saying something different every time. It wasn't okay. every monster slow until, like, what? 1990, like, what? 
Yeah, but, but I, I think mean, it works every in this monster movie. was slow. I I every yeah, but there was never that deliberate. Like I'm just gonna. St- I mean, that became like the parody. It's just like you know, people are gonna stand here going ah, and then you see like the monster approaching. <laughs> from that's not in any actual like real monster movie. That, about, that like, that's from oh, the jokes. Boy. That's but, from like the comedies based on those. Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, Jason moves pretty slow. That, yeah, but like that joke is not part of it. Yeah, that. but yeah. I'm sure, like, 50s movies, yeah. monsters are fucking stupid and slow, and they're usually made out of garbage yeah, bags. Yeah, plus, if Jason moves slow, he still always manages to get where he's yeah, going to go. He there. just moves, like, lightning. Well, that's actually, well, well, they're going to twist it. I'm not going to get into the Friday 13th yeah. crown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't I believe that hasn't this. come up on the podcast yet. We haven't shown a Friday the 13th movie. Give it to me. Well, which one do you show? Which one do you show? Yeah. Well, the first one, of course. Uh, the second one. No, he's, well, yeah. He's got one. We show that he's, one, too. He's got one. One's coming. But, okay, but, okay, here's my point. It's like, okay, in the 40s, yeah, monster movies, maybe it was a little early in the day and age of film to where something scary on, on the screen was like, this is too shocking for children. But, so by the time you get to the 50s and 60s and you got famous monsters... You got all the old movies playing on television. Monsters became they're kind of they're for kids. Monsters are for children, you know. So I've kind of I've always liked anything monster child related, except for this like ghoul school where it's like a girl brat looks like horror vampires. Like I don't like that. <laughs> it's a show or like it's like a cartoon or some shit. I don't know. I just saw it uh, for rent on the on the wall or whatever. So I don't know. But but so I've just always liked any sort of the the mad monster parties. The uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about that one? With the, the it had the. Uh, Giant girl and the blob. Monsters vs. Aliens. Yeah, yeah, that's good. yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, but we're talking about movies again that like they're comedies, but they're comedies that work. This movie works. <laughs> works. We got they're not th- comedies where we sit here we going, got th- "Look oh. at us." And Three out funny. of five people thought this was a funny movie. I say that works because comedy is like that. This is definitely a movie, uh, dear listener, where we need your feedback about how you feel <laughs> yeah. about this movie because I desperately want to know. <laughs> no, positive, <laughs> Only positive, good, bad, indifferent, I don't care. We really would like to hear from you. So please, yeah, I mean, where we got all different well, spectrums. Well, are you still going? Yeah, I'll still go. Let him keep <laughs> no, going. keep going. Keep going. Keep going. This is your film, damn it! Defend yeah, it to the grave. Yeah, it's goddamn film because <laughs> I like monster. I like anything with special makeup effects because I mean this. I mean, I think everybody's being really hard on this. If they look at other movies from the early '80s and look at you know special makeup effects, I mean it was a fucking pretty rough time for special makeup effects, like 1983 or probably you know. I mean, it was it was like a, the golden age. That was when they no, were, it wasn't they the were gold. No, that was only. Well, I mean, that was the golden age of like the bladder effects and the liquid latex. You know, like the transformation sequence. Yeah, but you're only talking about it. Only looked good if you were a big studio doing it. Where horror the movies was made by Roger Corman's up, and that looked like fuck. What? <laughs> it looked like shit. It did not. It did not. I've seen that movie fucking like a hundred fucking times <laughs> in my life. It looks like whole. Oh, it looks like oh, yeah. Well, I was gonna, I was Wrong. just gonna get Travis is incorrect. I, I, I got, I got stumped on the word to use for it. It looks like fuck. Wow. It looks like hole. Like yeah. put, put the two looks together. You got fuck hole. That's yeah. pretty great. Oh, yeah, I'll go with fuck hole. I, I could be coloring. I 
Saturday Night Freak Show catchphrase. Oh, boy. Yeah. Listen to this podcast or coloring. Or listen to the Freak Show while you're coloring. Is that what you do? Because, like, that's our demographic, like, six-year-olds. Well, more cursing, probably. Especially that, if you're a horror fan that you want to, you know, you're... You want to be able to watch something with your kid that is kind of, you know, monstery too. This is the perfect type of thing because it's not too crazy. It's not like, you know. It's a good introduction to monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I remember you and your Abbott and Costello. I'll show it to my kid. Or Man Monster Party. Generation, you know. No one's going to watch Or Hotel Transylvania. (laughs) No, Hotel Transylvania is the worst because it's just a love story. What little boy's like, oh, monster. Ah, monsters in love. This is exactly what an adolescent boy that doesn't know anything about that world wants to. Pixar, I know you're out there listening. Please remake this movie and prove us right. Are the lovers of this film. That would be film. fantastic. That would be fantastic. It's still, I think, I think that this story still is relevant today. It's just... And it hits on a primal, you know, the whole monster in the closet, you know, monster under the bed. You know, there's only so many, like, you know, what, Boogeyman, Bloody Mary. There's only so many monsters that are kind of like kind of embedded in your mind as a child even though you really have no concept of what it is it's really a title you know <laughs> there is yeah. no actual monster in the bed or monster in the closet but these are things you know about right and if there was you've imagined something much more scarier than the one in this no movie. you're crazy the shit monster you no, couldn't even draw the- a monster cooler than this <laughs> I guarantee it what's the screeching sound he makes and the <laughs> That's classic, man. (laughs) Classic. Uh, (laughs) So, Uh, that's a good movie. There it is. That's a recommendation. All right, so listeners, yeah, we want to hear your feedback about Monster in the Closet and other episodes that we've done on the Saturday Night Freak Show. You can get a hold of us at Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. Send us your emails. We may even read them on the air and make you as famous as us. You can also. Uh, check us out on our Facebook page. We'll be posting stuff from Monster and Closet. Probably the whole movie because it's available on YouTube. You can go there right now and check it out yourself. But it'll be on Facebook.com slash Monster in the Closet. No, Saturday Night Freak Show. And you can also check us out on our past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn FM, and Podbay FM. Or download our MP3s directly from Saturday Night Freak Show at blogs- or dot blogspot.com. Hey Travis, I forgot. Is it better than Rain of Fire? What is Monster in the Is Monster in the Closet better than Rain of Fire? Man, the list of movies that are better than Rain of Fire. I don't even know if this can be like. I think we gotta like put a pin in the Rain of Fire scale because it's just like (laughs) it's just always gonna be better than Rain of Fire. All you had to say was yes. I'm just saying. I I just don't like scales that. that are not fair. That's not a fair scale. It's not fair to rain a fire. See, Tom, I'm looking out for you, even though you're bashing my movie. Boy, this went horribly wrong. <laughs> I'll just say, I'm a fair guy. I don't want to... I hate rain a fire, but I don't want to bash it yeah. up against everything yeah. else. Because... Yeah, if he hates rain a fire, it's not, it's not... Then it's the rain of fire scale doesn't matter. It doesn't apply. Because we all have to agree. Right. The rain of fire scale yeah, only applies to me. It only applies it, to yeah. me. Because <laughs> he likes rain of fire more than I like. Rain I of give fire. this movie nine traumatons out of ten. <laughs> Tom, just say side boob so we can get out of here. <laughs> side. Hey, what boob. about next week? 
Yeah, why were we watching oh, that? Oh shit! Oh fuck! <laughs> Did you stop it? No, 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 it's still going. Oh. We're still recording. I'll take that. Oh, yeah. uh, next week's pick is going to be brick. And remember, dear listener, you could be coloring, or you could be listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show. We'll see you next week.